Episode 81, Heather Jones makes 99% of her weight loss course sales from Instagram. The Online Course Guy Podcast. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content and packaging it up in an online course and they're making a living doing it. Didn't you take some kind of course that covered this stuff? Check it out, it's a good course. It'd be a good class. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Here's the Online Course Guy. Hey everyone, it's Jock Hopkins and welcome to a new episode of the Online Course Guy podcast. Today on the show, I had Heather Jones from Braintrainer.info where she has a flagship course on weight loss, but it's all about training your brain and not just the like a normal weight loss course. And she's starting to get into other brain training courses But before we get into more about Heather, let me tell you about the sponsor of this podcast, and that is Bonjoro.com. With Bonjoro, they make it so quick and easy to send videos to anybody with an email address. And if you have an online course, I highly recommend you use it to send a quick, short, easy video to those that buy your online course. It sets the relationship off at just the right place when you're just getting started, when somebody's just getting started with your online course. To get your free 14-day trial of Bonjoro, head to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. That's bonjoro.com slash J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. All right, guys. So my favorite thing from this discussion with Heather is when I asked her where she was getting her traffic, and it comes down to most of her traffic. In fact, 99% of it comes from Instagram. And that's a very timely answer for me personally, because my wife and I are actually going through an Instagram course right now on how to leverage Instagram for your business. And it's actually Elise Dharma's course from episode 61 on how to leverage Instagram for your online course business. So I'd highly recommend you check out that episode of the Online Course Guy podcast if you're interested on how to get the most out of Instagram. So my wife and I are going through this Instagram course right now. And I'm trying to apply these things to both the online course guy and Piano in 21 Days. And I will provide a shameless plug for my wife's business. She doesn't have an online course business. She has a physical business. Imagine that in 2018. She does physical invitations and just paper stuff, Christmas card labels. I'm not in the paper business myself. I like digital products better, but paper is still necessary. And she does an amazing job with her invitations and all kinds of paper stuff. So once again, shameless plug, check out my wife's stuff at lifeaspaper.com and check out her Instagram account at instagram.com slash life is paper because she's been doing some really cool things after applying some strategies from Elise Darwin. And I've also been telling my wife about some strategies that I learned from Heather Jones in this interview. So that was my favorite thing from this episode is that she's been able to be very successful with her online courses just with Instagram. No YouTube, no podcast, no blog, no other sources. She's all about Instagram and it makes a lot of sense why it's working. But inside this episode, she's going to share exact strategies that she's been using to make it work. So let's go ahead and jump into the full episode with Heather Jones right now. So Heather, how did you get involved in the world of online courses? Well, I, I think I came from two teachers who always told me, don't get into teaching, but I think it must be in my blood. I started this online course because I felt there was a need to 
um, really share my experiences with freedom from binge eating specifically and emotional connections with food. And I wanted to share what I'd learned and what discoveries I'd made and how I, yeah, I'm just able to be free from all that. That's been awesome. Really, really cool. So what, what's the first online course that you made? Because I noticed you have several offerings. And when, when did it come out? It came out two years ago, and it was my weight loss and body love course. Um, and it started off as a mini course, and then it, it grew from three weeks to seven weeks to 12 weeks. It was a mini course, and then it was a seven-week course. And then the full picture really is a 12-week program. This isn't a short, a quick fix when it comes to food. And, you know, there's so many people out there, I think, that just want people to have the quick fix to get them locked into their program. And I just feel like that's in a way sometimes quite harmful because this is a lifetime relationship that we have with food. So it needs to, we need to give it that breathing room. Well, you mentioned, um, you mentioned this was a couple of years ago when you came up with your course and that it was something you kind of learned and applied to yourself first. Did you jump straight into the online course or did you start sharing this with people either locally or, or more one-on-one consulting through the internet before you did an online course? Yeah, I was testing this brain training business out on everybody. I, um, I, I was just obsessed and people could see the physical results in me. They could see the energetic results in me and they wanted to know what I'd done. Okay. So yeah. Do you, do you have a do you have a background in this type of thing or have you totally shifted gears? Totally shifted gears, but I think I I was always naturally the person in my group or family that people would come to and um share share so much about themselves. So I've always had that ability to part of this work is to to listen to what people are saying and and really their message and story beneath their words. Um, I started off selling vintage dresses for to, to women who I just, you know, I, I love, I love women, I, I love men, but I love being able to empower women. And um, this, this online dresses was a way to just find the specific dress for them that made them feel really good. It wasn't just about, you know, buying something off the rack. It was about sharing something that people are going to feel good about. That was always the end goal for me. So what was there a particular resource or resources that you used to take this information and turn it into an online course? How did, how did you kind of learn about online courses? Well, how did I learn about online courses? I think, I think just because I'd been researching audios and, you know, meditations and different brain training techniques and had come across video courses and, and, and online courses in the past, I think it just, I can't specifically think if there's one, that's how it happened. I just, I was aware of it and I'm, I'm interested in learning and, and devouring information. So um, this came about automatically. Well, I noticed that your your courses on the Teachable platform. So a couple of years ago, when you were coming out with your first course, did you go ahead and sign up for Teachable and just start uploading some videos? Yes. Yeah, it was. First of all, I think I, I played around with a few audios um, with brain entrainment technology and, and different exciting bits and bobs, and then discovered Teachable and played around with Thinking for it. But I, I went back to Teachable. I think Teachable's great for me. Mm-hmm. And when you first launched your first course, did you get like a whole lot of new students? Was it a huge success right of way or did that take some time? 
I was really excited. I think in the first month, I actually did a, a launch, a local launch to get people, you know, on the course. And I had maybe a handful of people, but I was super excited. And, you know, that person, the first person actually, I think they bought sort of month one and then the second month maybe had like 30 people on the course. And that was super exciting to me. And uh, I'm still in contact with that, those initial people and the, the changes that they've made in their lives is just epic. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what all, how many courses do you have available now? I have five main courses that um, the, the central course was really just to focus on the body and the food relationship. And then sort of what sprung up from that sort of organically was the self-worth story or the money story and then the people-pleasing story. They kind of add on where, uh, you know, as and when people feel the need. Mm-hmm. I noticed I notice on your website that I could, uh, I could book a consultation with you as well. Is that kind of a, is that like a free consultation to see if one of your courses is a good fit or is that, uh, is that a paid consultation? It's a free consultation. It's to see whether the course is a good fit or whether the, there's something else in their specific subconscious story that isn't necessarily covered in the course that we need to get super specific about. Um, some people love the course and, and that has served them well. Other people who aren't, who aren't that yet into that world want that one-on-one, one-on-one sort of connection and, and coaching. Right. That's not something I see on, on, on most online course, people that offer online courses is the opportunity to book a phone call. How valuable do you think that is? I think that, um, it's when people, so actually what actually tends to happen is people will go through the 12 week course and then they think actually there might be something extra that's really specific because it is about using people's specific language with this and their specific story around the table or feeling around their body or feeling whatever it's about their food. And they just want to get some clarity around that, that they can't see themselves. Um, like I said, it's, it's worked really well for people who, who, and I think it's a new thing, online courses who, you know, a lot of people I'm serving aren't businesses or aren't other entrepreneurs or, you know, in this field. So it's, it's kind of like your next door neighbors, your aunties, you, you know, your, your friends, people in your work so they're not tuned in yet so this they yeah that's what that's why i wanted to offer these the consultation and and the one-to-one coaching as well yeah that's a really good point heather because you know basically i've got two online courses that i offer i have a course about how to make courses but what i've had for much longer than that is a piano course and to your point i think that the the people interested in my online course course are going to be way more tech savvy and already familiar with courses, obviously. But my piano audience is probably not that dissimilar from your audience um, to where they're not, they maybe never have even taken an online course before. So that's a really interesting approach to doing the calls because of that reason. Yeah. And I think that, you know, food especially is a personal issue. And for the majority of people who buy the, the course, you know, it is women and they want to share that story and they want to be heard because it's not just they're wanting to do it on their own. There is a community aspect to the online course. Um, but, but occasionally, you know, there are specific things that I need to deal with one-to-one 
it, the, the the sort of protection side of, of weight and, and that kind of thing where where we're really getting into some pretty heavy stuff so i don't i don't from don't want them to deal with that necessarily on their own either what uh, how are you generating most of your traffic to your courses and to your sales it, i'd say 90% instagram for sure that is my because it's a visual thing because it's um i'm able to say look this is how i was and this is how i am now just in a physical image of of weight loss um but i want to say it's it's more you know the the thing that changed the most is my brain and you know that message is getting across and 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 i think people go to instagram a lot for inspiration and and especially to look at bodies and food <laughs> No, it's really cool. And that's, that's one of the, the, the notes that I'd written down beforehand is I did want to talk to you about Instagram because you, uh, you seem to have quite the following and you have over 20,000, um, I guess it's followers is the term there at Instagram. And I, the timing is interesting to talk to you about this because I'm actually right in the middle of an Instagram course I'm taking right now to see if I can leverage that for, for my piano course uh, and, and this brand as well, the online course guy. I had on an Instagram expert who sells a course on, online, on uh, Instagram, episode 61 uh, with Elise Dharma. And I'm going through her course right now and it's very, very good. I'm learning all kinds of things I didn't know before. Um, how, like, first of all, how did you get 20,000 followers on Instagram? Uh, well, I was really lucky with my story, essentially, because I think it's people have heard of, you know, all the different diets, all the different ways, you know, training your body, eating less, doing this diet, where I've come along and I said, hang on a minute, forget all that. Let's start with your thoughts, the power that we can harness from the subconscious mind and think yourself thin. And I had over here, we've got the the kind of tabloid newspapers. They just loved it. And um, I, I just had a lot of press, had a lot of press for a number of months, was seen on US TV, The Doctor's Show, I don't know if you know about um, And there was this, it's sort of hitting the right note where people are starting to think, mm, it is in my mind. And, you know, it's resonating with people. And, and again, especially women who have gone through the cycle again and again and again and, and know this story well. Right. So that, that makes a lot of sense in theory, but I think, um, I think a lot of people are not going to be successful with their online business and, and an online course if they don't have a compelling story. Now, yours, um, yours is obviously especially compelling, but let's compare it to piano where I'm not teaching people piano uh, like the traditional route. It's completely different than they've ever seen. There's no sheet music. There's no theory. You learn very, very quickly. It's a, it's a totally new and fresh message related to piano. But just having that story hasn't given me 20,000 Instagram followers, right? So, yeah. so can you give me a little more specifics? I mean, you mentioned the press. Like, did all of those, the press releases include your Instagram handle? I mean, what, what was it that allowed you to grow to 20,000 followers? I, I think the, the images, the, the fact that people didn't believe it and wanted to find out more or, or just, you know, wanted to prove me wrong and, and half of them wanted, to, wanted it to be the answer. Um, it's a problem that people are trying to solve. It's a thing that we need every single day is this effortless relationship with food. I'm, I'm thinking with piano, it's not something that people are like, this is an urgent. It right. is that I it's not as urgent. 
<laughs> but I, um, it reminds me of an epic episode. And, and if you've not seen this, you need to check this out. With Darren Brown, and he's a sort of mind magician. I'm, I'm obsessed with him. He, 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 he uses hypnosis and various sort of techniques to um, convince this young pianist that she's never played piano before and get up without touching a piano in front of um, a, a large audience somewhere in London and just play. And it, if you're saying this is a totally new way of, of you know, approaching the piano and approaching music, um, I would definitely check out, I would definitely check out that episode with him because I think there is something in people wanting to explore the mind in new ways. Maybe, maybe that's the route rather than piano first. It's sort of like, what can we do with our brain? How does music kind of move us? How does it, it's, it's that it's why would I want to play the piano? Because one, I didn't know that I could just you know in, in, in a new way those are the kind of things that i'd be i'd be interested to see and read okay very cool um but just a couple more questions for you about instagram specifically i'm sure you have some strategies that you're using in terms of how often you are posting the types of things you're posting the use of hashtags can you provide us a couple of tips uh, based on your experience sure um i found that being true to yourself was really the easiest way to find the right people to find like my crew. I, I, what I, what, one thing that I would say is that if you're saying the same as everybody else, you're not saying anything at all, you know, in this crowded marketplace, you need to be not saying the same as everybody else. So I make it, um, sort of a four point just to use the bright colors that are my branding that is my true voice that I'm not you re- reusing other people's words or putting it through the lens of you know the brain trainer um I post regularly and I post in a sort of a series of nine so I'll I'll map out ahead of time what that grid will look like because if somebody's caught their eye if, so, if I catch someone's eye on just one post, they'll come and see my profile. And if the feed is erratic or I'm not saying the same story or it's not really clear just by looking at the, the top nine, then they're not going to follow me. That's but I, a- I tend to have, I, as, as much as um, I had a lot of followers initially, you know, people can be quite fickle on Instagram. I, I can sometimes gain 50 followers a day and then lose a hundred the next day. It's very erratic. It's like, well, I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know where they get. Like, I do have a core audience always looking at my stories. Stories are incredibly important to connect with that audience and to, to show your true self. Cause you can, you know, see one thing in a picture and then in a, in a story, um, you're speaking and you're, you know, interacting and you're, sharing your wisdom. That's, I, I think you're the first person that said when I've asked about traffic, you know, 90% from Instagram. That's awesome. I've heard like 90% from YouTube before, but from Instagram, that's, that's pretty incredible. So we Actually, mentioned... One thing I should have mentioned as well. Yeah. <laughs> Another way that I built it initially, and I forgot about this because it was a couple of years ago, was really um, looking at key, key followers who have a huge following and... Um, 
like other weight loss people who are just specifically looking at weight loss and their following is, you know, in the hundred thousands and doing posts on, on their page and, and maybe doing lives with them. That definitely brought in thousands of, of people in the early years when I started. But you have to connect with those people first, right? Yeah. How, how do you do that when you don't have a, a following? Do you know what? I think that I'm just, I would just message them saying, hey, I'd love to do something. Just really friendly. And it just worked for me. I also had great connections with people like um, David Avocado Wolf was able to just message somebody there and and just say, hey, and just have those conversations like human to human. All right. So let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, I want to ask you about a topic that hasn't come much up much on this podcast, but I think you are the first person from the UK that I've had on since this. You probably know where I'm going with this, but uh, GDPR, right? Oh, goodness. How did that affect your business in being in the UK? <laughs> um. Well, it, I mean, it was just such a bit, it, I remember it was a week before I was actually taking a retreat out in Spain. So when it was all happening, and I think I wasn't even in the country, but yeah, it was a, a couple of days of a, of a bit of a whirlwind, but it, I, I was able to thank, thankfully be in this community where um, just quite easily put in some privacy um some terms and conditions and I already had the sign up kind of data confirmed so it, it wasn't too much of a hassle for me but I think a lot of people were really confused they thought they had to get people re-signing up and that actually wasn't true um it, it was a lot of confusion so I just kind of stepped back watched everybody else and then <laughs> and then proceeded it, it was it was quite easy yeah for, the, for those that can't see you right now and are just listening your your expression when i first mentioned it was pretty funny um obviously a source of frustration at least in one point and yeah. for those for those that aren't familiar with this it stands for general data protection regulation uh it was something that was passed in the uk or was it the eu um the EU. yeah totally. It, was the, it, it was the whole eu uh, actually and you're you're actually um, based in uh, in North Wales, um, but for those of us that are like in the United States or Canada or something like that, it affects us if we're selling things, uh, and we have an audience uh, in the EU as well. So, uh, but I was curious to see somebody closer to the action over there what what you were going through with that. I just remember it was more. I kind of just stepped away from all of that, but I know in a lot of the kind of entrepreneur groups and communities on Facebook, everyone was talking about it. It was a whole thing. Everyone was getting emails every day. It was a nightmare, but I, I luckily had um, a good tech person in place and was able to put, but I think you get to see now every time you click on a, on a website, it's all of this, you know, can I agree to the cookies and it gets pretty boring. Other than teachable and Instagram, do you have any other favorite online tools? Yeah, Insight Timer, which is a beautiful meditation app that is actually starting some courses. And I'm hoping to join them with um, a specific course that I've created for them. It's a 10-day course, again, on binge eating. It's just purely audios. It's no video. 
Um, and it's actually not too much brain training. It's really just talking through the chapters of people's stories. Yeah, you've got it. Oh, I've got it. <laughs> I'm holding yeah. up my phone right now. So I've never used it. Uh, a, good, a good friend of mine, a fellow online courser, Nate Dotson, uh, told me about this app last week. So that's so funny. I haven't even opened it yet. But he said that we could like, be friends on there and hold each other accountable. Yes. Yes. It's awesome, actually. It is really awesome. It's a beautiful community. You get to see who's meditating all over the world. And um, oh, it's very uplifting. And, and they, they, it, can, it, it holds you accountable to doing like a five-day, even like a three-minute daily meditation or whatever you want to do. Awesome. That's so funny. Um, any other tools? Um, did I think of something else then? No, um, just inside some of those are the ones that I'm really, really focused on. Um, I've tried different, different platforms. I think that I just like to keep it simple. What are you struggling with, with your business right now? What am I struggling with? I'm struggling with leveraging from being binge eating and and emotional eating to another area. And the other area that I really want to go to is, is the financial and self-worth story. Um, it's how to bridge how to bridge that when people know me for weight loss and the whole connected food, um, and then to go, hey, and now I'm going to talk about money. <laughs> so yeah, perhaps it's not a good move. I'm I'm just kind of thinking thinking that that one out at the moment. Okay, so for somebody that's more at the beginning of this process and they maybe have an idea for an online course but haven't found success with it yet, what advice do you have for that person? Um, so whether, whether if they've created it or not created it. Right, right. Somebody just more, more at the beginning of their journey than you are now. I, I think the one thing that really helped me actually is getting, forgetting about you for a moment and just thinking, what are people in my community and my circle, my audience, what do they want from, what do they want to hear? And knowing that they do want to hear from you. I think that sometimes gives us the confidence to go, actually, I've got something that is going to be of value and, and, and beneficial because I think we get stuck in, it's not going to be good enough. Who am I to, to do this? I don't have all the certificates. I'm not an expert. When actually, if you're in that zone, if you're, if you're ready and you're poised to do it, you probably are and there's going to be people who need you. And I think there's more, there, there, there does need to be more good quality online courses. And if you don't, Oh my goodness, I just remembered the first version of my course was so poorly edited and videoed and, you know, the sound was terrible. And then I redid it and it was like, you've just got to get one out there <laughs> and then you can keep, then you can, you know where you're at and keep progressing. Well, Heather, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. To wrap things up, let us know if there's anything else you want to share and where people can find you online. Thank you so much. Uh, I really love this. I think, yes, Please, anyone listening to this, do invest in courses, in, um, make courses, and you can find my course at um, braintrainer.info. Find me online, Instagram, at The Brain Trainer. Thanks, Heather. All right, that's going to do it for another episode. You can find all the show notes and links from today's episode by going to theonlinecourseguy.com slash 81. 
And I will mention our sponsor of this podcast again, and that is Bonjoro, because I love Bonjoro so much. I reached out to them to see if they'd sponsor this podcast, and they were all about it. I've been using Bonjoro well before they were a sponsor. I love it. It's something I use every day. And if you want to do the best possible customer onboarding when somebody buys your online course, you need to be using Bonjoro as well. Get started with a free 14-day trial by going to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. And for those of you that are ready to make your first online course sale or you have an online course already, but it just has not reached your goals yet, you need my best tips and tricks. And you're going to find that with the free online course workshop at theonlinecourseguy.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, if you've been enjoying listening to this podcast, then you're going to want to check that out next. Once again, the free online course workshop at theonlinecourseguy.com. Stay tuned for more Online Course Guy podcasts coming at you real soon.